What's up, what's up, what's up, my friends? Welcome. Get ready. Grab a snack and a bevy. It's time for you and I to have a chit-chat. Straight up facts. Tell it like it is. Laugh till you pee your pants. Cry, because you probably needed to. And I can't promise, and I'm not going to throw any F-bombs, but I can promise you'll feel a lot better after listening. It's time to get personal. One-on-one, down and dirty, and have a coffee talk. Buckle up. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. It's Denise. And I'm fired up and ready for the coffee talk today. Um, so I'm going to, I do the disclaimer on the coffee talks anyway, people. But I'm going to just do it again because this is going to be a real soft subject for some people. And I'm going to approach it with as much tact and open-mindedness and evenness as possible. But I want to to do today's um, coffee talk is kind of a kickoff from the dual respect episode um, in that, you know, how to accept people as humans and just, you know, their unique differences. But also there are a lot of things going on right now in um, the world, Uh, but specifically um, I'm gonna talk about my state, okay? Because I know that it's going on in other states, but I just, I'm really not sure. For me, some of the stuff that is infuriating um, is, I'm going to make sense in the long run. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of this stuff that's infuriating to me that it, because it seems so obvious, but I guess it's because I question, I want to understand why other people don't see it's obvious or why and what what are you talking about denise like can you what what i'm so lost okay so let me get super specific right now okay so i obviously you guys know i homeschool pete and obviously we also just had elections and this month and i will tell you that i i'm not a fan Um, of our governor and I don't really care but I mean you know you don't have to be a fan of who your public office is you know my guy didn't win that's okay that's okay that's not my beef right but there's some things going on um, with the school system so for those of you who don't know um, so I have homeschooled Peter for most of my life he did some Montessori uh, toddler time Uh, he did probably about a I think a year and a half of like pre-K three and four. And then he did 11 days of kindergarten, you know, the year COVID hit. And for those of you who don't know, so Peter runs a really high core temperature like I do. Uh, He's always like a freaking furnace, man. The kid is fucking hot. And he um, he struggled in the summer, uh, meaning, and, and I'm not saying this because I'm anti-mask or it's really irrelevant. We have my son, right? That's all I care about. 
He's my son, right? That's what we got to care about, our people, right? And he displayed um, issues with wearing a mask all day. Now, there were some issues also that I've talked about in the past um, about his teacher who, for some reason in kindergarten uh, with kids going to school for the first time, thought that, like, I don't know, they would want raise their hand and let her know when they were thirsty rather than keep water at their desk, which I thought was inappropriate. But I fought to finally get water on the desk. But again, at that point, it was too late because he was becoming overheated and dehydrated during the day. So I'm taking him to like the emergency room for like, you know, to be because he's got severe dehydration and heat exhaustion, you know, plus he's on a bus. There's no air. He's got a mask on, you know, all the all the shit that doesn't make sense that we had to go through. OK, now I understand that some people could do that and not be affected and that's OK. But my son was affected, not just medically, not just I had to bring him to ERs to get like needles put in his arms so we could be rehydrated. Uh, he had to go to the pediatrician numerous times, but he also had a behavioral change. And he was given a medical exemption for no mask. Uh, this was at the very beginning of all of this, okay? It's obviously he's in first grade now, and that was kindergarten. Um, but I will tell you that um, I got a bunch of kickback from the school, and I really wasn't super active in school. I'm not that parent. I'm going to be honest with you. I know what's going on, but I don't want to know everything that's going on. Like, I'm not, I don't care about, like, the fucking PTA. I don't want to really go to, like, parents' donut morning. I, I don't care, right? I mean, I finally get like a morning to myself. I don't want to have fucking donuts at school with a bunch of other parents who ain't going to talk to me because I'm like the 50-year-old mom and they're in their 30s. I, I said it. I, I don't care. I want to go home. I want to go to my bougie coffee shop and sit down with a nice book, right? Because I earned that, but I didn't get that because the school didn't want to recognize. They gave me some clap back on him not having a mask. So I pulled him and I homeschooled. And that's the end of that, right? He's all the wiser. He's doing great. We're doing still homeschooling a year later in first grade. He's he's thriving. He's reading now. Like, and I did that shit, people. I did it. You can do it too. I'm just saying. But one thing I won't do is turn my back to the schools. I pay for this district. We pay a lot in this district as well, locally, might I add, that I specifically bought this house and paid these damn taxes so my son could go to the school district. And they're like, Denise, well, you're not doing masks in school anymore. Why aren't you sending them back? I'll tell you why. That's what we're talking about. Because I do think that people don't know the stuff that's going on. Either you don't have kids, you're too busy to know what the fuck's going on at school. That happens. I understand that. I'm not faulting anybody. Now, what I don't understand, though, again, kicking off from the last podcast episode of dual respect, right? Things change a little when we're talking about kids, right? Kids are kids. Kids are supposed to read and have imaginations. Peter gets up every morning, comes into my room in my bedroom with a fucking smile on his face, Gets up on my bed, and the first thing out of his mouth is, pretend that you're a mommy dragon, and I'm your baby dragon, and I'm going to hatch. And I'm like, okay. 
He don't come in and, you know, he doesn't need to know about LGBTQ plus and straight people and the depths of fires of fucking hell. And, you know, he doesn't need to know that people are getting murdered in the city of Chicago like every fucking day and why we don't go to the museums down there anymore. And shut up. I was born and raised in Chicago. Sorry, not sorry. It's like the Wild West there and it's unpredictable. I grew up in Chicago. You knew where the safe places were. So you avoided them. Chicago is unpredictable. And I'm not taking my family there. I don't care how fucking good the museum is. Period. I mean, it is what it is. But like, kids are so fucking stressed out right now. And when I sit back and I look and realize like, when did we decide as adults that kids were going to be fucking adults? When did we decide they couldn't fucking make believe anymore? When did we decide they had to dress like little fucking hoes? When did we decide they were going to play with toys that look like hoes? When did we decide that like imagination that that, that they couldn't have the tooth fairy and that you had to fucking not have Santa. Santa didn't exist because I bought you those fucking presents, damn it. We work hard. When did we decide all that shit? Because I didn't decide that shit in my house. Santa's going to fucking exist here until as long as I can eat that shit out. And then when it doesn't, I'm going to take him out for a special date and he's going to learn about the spirit of Christmas and know that it's a secret. But that the now he is responsible for being the spirit of Christmas as well. I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Before I could even have fucking kids, I was like, if I have kids, I'm going to have that spirit of Christmas talk. If I ever have one, damn it. <laughs> when did we decide that kids like you know when did we decide they could just like fucking I don't know I mean I grew up from an era where we were like fucking putting for I fucking grew up at home by myself we we fucking did everything by my my mom worked in a fucking bakery all fucking morning and night we saw her for a little bit after school. She always did shit. She cooked. My dad worked. When he came home, it was like, you know, hey, well, boom, big nightmare, depending on whether or not he fucking drank. But I had a childhood-ish. Like, I'm not playing with fucking Barbie till I was in high school. I had a light bright till I was in, like, fucking eighth grade. I had dolls and shit. Girls are, like, fucking 13. They're dressing like fucking strippers and going to the fucking dances. I understand that that's cool, but there are some fucking dresses that are inappropriate. And I'm being that. I said it. I said it. I got fucking inappropriate. I fucking said it. I don't know. Maybe it's my age. I'm too fucking old fashioned. I'm trying to see, but that's just it. I'm trying to open a discussion for people to look at this in a different way. I'm trying to open a discussion, understanding that I may have some conservative thoughts. It's not bad. It's okay. But I'm not understanding why, and I'm going to use some real specific details because they're specific to the situation. And I want you guys to understand. And I want to know, is this going on in your school district? Do you know? 
Let's say you don't have kids. Do you believe that this shit should be going on in your school district? Maybe you don't care at all and your kids do go to the school. Hey, you know what? That's okay too. You know, you don't give a shit. All right, cool. Just looking for an opinion. You gave me yours? All right, I got to accept it, right? I'm truly 100% vested in just accepting it. But I want to know where the mentality is behind some of it. Is it just me who's like, yeah, still not really getting that. So let me use a couple examples in my school district. So yes, I'm still very active in my school district because, you know, I think somebody needs to be, right? We have tons of people and our parents in our school district who are really trying to make rhyme or reason of some of the stuff that's going on at school. Now, mind you, I go, uh, our, we live in a district that is one of the best in the nation. They get a ton of grant money. Lots and lots of federal money, people. Lots and lots. For instance, I'm going to bring this one up. So, uh, we, um, and let me just say, okay, this, I'm not saying anything about the situations. Uh, like I said, I, I'm very clear in that if you, you want to be you, you be, you do you, but you don't put it on everyone. And so I'm going to ask why it's like, it's not like a tit for tat, right? Um, so there's no way to like open up this conversation other than just going right into it. So here I go. So there's a situation in our district in the high school in which a book is present that has been asked if it's appropriate that this book is in the school library with access to children. Now, let me preface this before I talk about the book that is in question, because nobody wants to book ban, nobody wants to book burn, right? It's just the appropriateness of the situation. But I do feel that we have a school board and some parents on either side, right? Both for and against the book that get a little like extra fucking nighty, you know, meaning they're in there with full armor and like, you know, javelins and they're like, you know, fighting till the death over this shit. And it's like, but nobody's listening to each other, which I think is literally 99% of the problem. The school board, I'll never understand because I was under the assumption that the school board is there to make sure or at least supervise that the curriculum books and things available to our children are appropriate for children, right? I mean, duh, right? I don't know. If it's not, let me know, okay? Let me know. That said, um... I'm totally okay. I understand. I, uh, well, number one, I will not understand why we've spent tax dollars on putting um, tampon machines and pad machine, maxi pad machines in the boys' restrooms. Yeah, yeah you, fight, you can fight me on this one. I sit at this desk all fucking day, people. You will not convince me that if you are biologically a fucking boy, why you need fucking tampons and shit in the girls' bathroom, in the boys' bathroom. All right, so it just occurred to me. What if you're, and th this is like the shit that's like too much for my fucking mind to comprehend. Okay, so what if you're a girl who identifies as a boy and you need a tampon? Oh, 
okay, I'm going to give you that one. Never mind. I just fucking justified it in my own head. Like, whatever. Fuck. Okay. I guess my tax dollars, I don't know. I paid a lot of fucking money for it, but okay. For that one person. Sure. Maybe two, maybe out a handful. I don't know. Was it worth all those tax dollars? Probably not. Like carry a fucking purse, put it in your wallet, put it in your back seat, put it in your man bag, put it wherever, man. Why'd I have to pay for machines in every fucking bathroom in our school district? Just saying. Um, okay, next subject. I just justified that, so we're scratching that one. All right, next up. So we get a large amount of grant money uh, for being a district that promotes safe app use. This is wonderful. How to safely use TikTok. Now all the kids' shit. What are the kids using? The, the Snapchat. I don't know, probably some shit I don't even know of, and I'm glad, right? I only know about Facebook and Instagram. I do know about fucking TikTok, but I got off that shit. So I'm not even on TikTok, so don't go look. I'm only on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on Snapchat, but I only use it one person. <laughs> Just me and Christy use Snapchat. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. Like, all right, I think that's awesome, right? They're teaching kids how to be safe because there's some dangers lurking out there, right? We are all aware of that. I mean, that's not news to anybody. There are people just waiting to prey on our kids on apps, period. So, I mean, that's like a no-brainer, right? What a great program. All right. That said, we have a district that cares about the safety of our children because they're teaching them how to use apps safely. Now, mind you, I personally think it's not the school's responsibility to teach you or my or anyone's kids, how to use a fucking app. However, I I like that they, in conjunction with what should be happening at home, like monitoring your kid's time on the phone and knowing what the hell they're going on all day, I know who the hell Peter has uh, kid messengered all day and for how long and what he did this and when he's trying to get extra YouTube time because he can't because we cut it off and all sorts of stuff. I know when he's trying to download a game and when he's not doing this and everything. I know when he's trying to log on to the TV because he used all his YouTube time on his tablet so he thought I'd sneak it in and our phone notifies us. Oh, I got it. I'm down on all that. We got it locked up tight. But I know that some people don't. And that's okay too, right? That's okay. You do you, I do me. Right? As long as you don't impose that on Pete. Simple as that. That said, now we're going to move to the high school library. So our library here. Oh, you know what? Before I even do this, I'm looking at the time. Oh, no, I don't have to take a break today because I don't have a sponsor. Woo! Well, that's freaking out. I'm going to take a sip of coffee now. That is freaking out. I totally forgot I didn't have a sponsor today. So I could just keep rambling on. Um... <laughs> Oh my God, this is awesome. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, so I really appreciate, like I said, I'm not, I'm being sarcastic, but I'm, I'm, I, in all honesty, if there's an, a program that you want the school to reinforce at the home, it's how to use apps safely for the welfare of children. People are being trafficked from apps. They're being, you know, predators are using them. You know, A, we need all the help we can get as parents, right? There you go. I'm all in. 
Now, let's literally same district, high school library, which to me, I'm sorry, I know high school kids are still freshmen, sophomore, juniors, and seniors. They're still kids, right? I'm sorry. Mine are. They're still kids. See, this is where I think a lot of loosey-goosey is happening now. Like, just because you're in high school and you can choose, like, you know, they're having them choose pronouns and shit. That's great. If you don't fucking get on me right now, if you want to choose a fucking pronoun, choose a fucking pronoun. But what I don't like is that the people are mandating that people fucking know pronouns. Okay, for, for, I'm sorry. I can't remember what the fuck I did when I walked into the kitchen. I certainly cannot even remember everybody's real names. And I can tell you wholeheartedly that unless like we're really ass good friends, I'm not going to remember your fucking pronoun. I, I, I'm sorry, not sorry. Okay. I just, I'm not. Okay. And if you're going to get butt hurt over shit like that, then it, you need to fucking look inside you. But you, again, this is, this is, I want to make my yard special, but I want everybody's fucking yard to look like that situation. Okay. I'm not expecting everybody to come to my fucking yard and like, if they're having a troubled time, sit down and do devotional to God. I'm not fucking asking that. I'm not saying, hey, you know what? Maybe you need a little God in your life. Maybe I actually fucking think that, but I'm not telling people that. That's not my business to tell people that. And now some people will say, oh yeah, it is your turn, Denise. You got a disciple, et cetera. No, I'm not that person. Don't fucking Bible tote on other people. There are plenty of people who do that for everybody. You can't, you can't Bible tote on people and I'm not offending people, but it's just because I show you I'm super religious. But I also don't believe in condescending or judging people who don't. Who don't. Not everybody's gonna. And not everybody who believes in God is going to be like someone out there fucking quitting quoting scripture either. I'm not that person, mainly because I can't remember it. <laughs> I can't remember anything. I write it down. My friend Becky will always be like, remember this by heart. I'm like, yeah, no. Um, but I do write them on little cards and I laminate them and I carry them around with me. There's that. See? Yeah, you gotta find a way. I don't be like, Becky, how dare you think I can memorize this two huge quotes? No. I thought it was awesome that she gave them to me. It came from her heart because it's what she believes. So I wrote them down because I liked them too. But I can't remember them at all. So I. So I typed them and laminated them. Now, that just trickles down. Maybe the next person doesn't do Bible at all. Maybe they go outside and they're just spiritual and they believe in, like, the wind and the trees and shit. Who am I to say, oh, you're like, you know, Wicca. You're the devil. No, they ain't. You want to believe in some witch shit and, like, do some fucking stones and all that? Knock your socks off, man. Are you feeling good with yourself? You feel good? Are you at peace? Are you at peace with your spirituality? Then you do whatever the fuck you need to. I hate when people do that. Well, I don't hate. I just dislike it. But, sorry, I just went off on a tangent again. But hence the coffee talk. I got a lot of shit on my mind just like pent up people. Okay, so. Um, so, book in the high school library. All right. So, I'm not going to give you the name because I'm not fucking advertising a book. Because I personally think the book is bullshit. I'm just going to add that. I personally think the whole situation behind this is bullshit. And I think somebody needs to be held accountable. 
because there's some double sword shit going on here. But this is a book for high school students on how to pick up gay tricks. It's essentially how to teach high school kids, or not high school kids, but it's in a high school, so it's teaching high school kids. But it's a book in general about how people can go on an LBGTQ plus website. Okay, I'm naming them for a reason. It's nothing bad. I'm actually defending them in a little bit. Stay with me. But it tells LBGTQ people how to plus whatever. I don't know. Okay, just bear with me. I, I can't wrap my head around this shit, okay? How to go on those dating apps or a dating apps and it names them and how to set up a profile and pick up tricks safely. What? I'm sorry. I'm going to say that again. This district gets paid big federal money for a program, grant money, that shows kids how to safely use apps. But yet, in the high school library, we have a book that instructs LGBTQ kids plus kids how to pick up tricks. It's what the fucking book says. Basically, like, you know, make sure you have a picture. They're going to think you're ugly and fat. Again, in the fucking book. I'm not paraphrasing, but it actually says that. They're going to think you're fat and ugly. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But here's my thing. So we have a whole district and parents and school boards are arguing over this. Needless to say, there was a father whose son, you know, took a picture of it and was like, Dad, I can't believe this is in the damn library. And his father was like, holy shitbags. You're right. And so he went to our superintendent or, you know, who's a, I'm going to be like, he's a douche canoe. I don't like him. Anyway, he goes, oh, that's not true. That's from a couple years ago. So essentially he told his father that his, that his kid was a liar. So then the following meeting or whatnot, they proved that uh, the picture was current. I don't want to give out too inf much information. I don't want to get in trouble. Um, and that, even though it's public record, I'm just saying. Um, then <laughs> the superintendent turned around and went, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, people, these are a board that are lying to parents' faces and not just in my, just not in my town, peeps. This is happening around the country, okay? Oh, no, no, no. That was put in, in the library, was voted upon by students for all inclusivity. Here's me. Uh, I'm sorry. Students voted. You let students vote to put a book in the library about how to pick up LBGTQ plus tricks on an app? Who the hell are you working for? I'm like, dude. Like, I couldn't even believe it. I mean, am I the only person, like, a little fucking questioning this? Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, but isn't your responsibility to kind of, like, I don't know, watchdog that shit a little? So, like, a couple things at hand here, okay? couple. Th I got some questions. Are we only putting, I don't know, LGBTQ kids at risk? Like, fuck them? So they can learn how to pick up tricks. We don't need to watch them. 
but all the straight kids can, I guess, like pick up app safety tips. I'm, I'm legitimately confused. This is all my opinion, people. It's my personal opinion. Because this is just, the stuff is crazy to me. And here's me. If it's all inclusive, the library, are we going to start like stocking Hustler? Just asking. Asking for the straight kids, I guess. I don't fucking know. We got some like, I don't know, Thunder Down Below magazines for the girls. I don't know. What the hell are we talking about? This is a high school, people, with kids. Why are we teaching them? How about we teach them how to fill out a fucking resume? How do we teach them how to fucking not only fill that resume out, but that they're going to have to do one for every fucking job they apply for now, picking off keywords from the online fucking job applications that they're filling out, their job descriptions, for each job they're going to do, hoping that the computer out of the 20,000 plus submissions they get, picks theirs for the job. How about instead of that kind of bullshit, we teach them how to write cursive so they can sign their name to a fucking mortgage. Why don't we teach them about taxes? I'm just saying, this is all shit I wish I learned in school. Why are we learning this? Why are we fucking fighting over this nonsense? And the fact that, that literally the superintendent was like, well, you know, we're not going to talk about banning books and removing books because then that gets dangerous. You're dangerous, sir. You are dangerous. Anybody on a school board panel that thinks that removing a book that tells any child, I don't care what your fucking sexual orientation is, or what fucking pronoun you use, or what you fucking identify with. I don't care if you identify as a fucking box. If it is, if there is a book showing them how to pick up fucking tricks and putting themselves in a world of predators, that's a no, like fucking no K. Am I, am I by myself here? Like, sometimes I feel like I'm listening to fucking crickets. Like, I'm listening to fucking crickets. That's what I feel like. Because, honestly, to have parents argue that this book is okay in a high school. Hey, you want that book in a college? Knock your fucking socks off. That's, like, where I'm at with this, okay? We got to draw the line. That's an adult book. You can't say it's all inclusive. It's only for LGBTQ. So are we going to stock Playboy Hustler and fucking Thunder Down Under? Because if we're doing that, we're just stocking fucking porn and how to pick up tricks in high school now. All of our local fucking, uh, our school, uh, math, science, all of, you know, the grading averages have all dropped. Yeah, of course they have. So we're sitting here fucking arguing over whether or not children should have access to books about how to pick up fucking tricks on a fucking app. What? And here's the part that I just need help with. Who doesn't see this? To me, it's so... Like, it's a neon sign to sit here and watch videos of a school board... 
defending why this book and calling the parents questioning it bigots and sexists is just troubling to me. Because who are we really looking out for? If I was in high school, shit. I can't even, I'd be all-inclusive. Dude, we need some audio with some fucking motorhead in this library. And I need some shit. I want all the magazines that like Motley Crue posed in that were half fucking naked. I want that shit. Can you put that in the library for me? Nobody needs to read like Romeo and Juliet. But I can see a picture of, you know, Vince Neil naked as shit with a bottle cover in his shit. I'm just saying. Y'all know that picture if you're a crew fan. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, it's just not okay. Why are we insisting that our children see this shit? That's not all inclusive to me. And there's where I have the underlying question always on what is the agenda with this shit? What are they trying to do? They, who's they? I don't know. The government, the school boards. Why are they passing like legislation that, you know, pedophiles have a different name? That they're like, you know, kid, young people lovers. No, you're not your fucking pedophile. Why are they passing legislation? This is true. I'm not making this up. Why are they passing legislation in other states that if a pedophile molests any child underage and the underage child testifies that they enjoyed it, that it's considered consensual? That shit will never happen in my life with my son. I'm just putting it out there. Car Mr. Sith, Carl, and I know, all right, we already have like, a, there are like situations because I know like I have a point I used to be crazy. I used to suffer from some anger management shit. Everyone knows that in a situations, I am going to flip. It's going to be okay. And I'm okay taking the hit for the team. Like I will take the hit for the team. I will do whatever it would take to defend my son. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I couldn't even help myself. It would be a second nature. And, and my husband knows that. He would be the parent who'd be like, this is a travesty. And we're going to do everything it takes to handle this situation. And my world, I'd be like, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. I'm not, I'm sorry, not sorry. But that's just how it would be. They're type A's. That's me. And they're type B's. So there's that. Um, I'm not ashamed of it. There has to be type A's and type B's and I just got to reel it in, right? But I'm just saying, there are still fucking triggers for me and my son is one of them. I ain't that good yet, right? I'm sorry, ain't, there ain't enough Jesus in me for that shit right now. Um, <laughs> he's there, but there that would be the, the pushover for me. But these are things going on in my district with kids that I just don't understand, you know? And it, they're troubling to me. And so people are like, well, welcome. Pete's not back at school if you're not wearing if masks anymore and stuff like that. Well, because, you know, I don't know, because they're doing shit like that. Because we have a curriculum, a sex edge curriculum, and I don't care what anybody says, but I've read the curriculum. 
So there are people on one side who are like, it doesn't do anything like that. Then there's people on the other side that are like, they're telling them to use, you know, dildos. That's not true. It's just not true. Okay. But I will tell you that they have kindergarten kids. You know, part of this curriculum would be to incorporate LGBTQ plus curriculum for sex ed into the schools. Well, I guess I'm going to play devil's advocate here. If we had to take religion out of the schools, why are we putting LGBTQ in? I'm not saying it's a religion, but they're operating sort of like the same manner. So if we can't talk about Jesus, okay, he didn't do anything bad, right? I never really understood why people were like offended by religion. Now, I'm not talking about when they're fucking like killing each other over shit. And I understand they still do that. But the basic concept of someone praying in any religion is not offensive to me. It's not offensive to me. To me, if it's offensive to you, you got shit going on. And hey, that's a good sign because that shit, that is a huge red flag that is like a plus sign that you get to know that there's something you need to work on. It totally, okay? Like if you say that you are, uh, and this is a true situation, okay? So I had somebody once tell me they were totally turned off to something because they were talking about religion and praying before a meeting or some shit, right? And I was like, why would you be offended? Because I'm an atheist. Well, if you're an atheist, why the hell are you offended? I mean, think about that. If you truly do not believe that there's a God, why are you offended that someone's praying? It should be like nothing to you. Literally should be like wind blowing off your shoulder. Not a fucking problem. If you have a problem and you say you're atheist, no, you're atheist because you got fucked or something happened to you. And as a result of that, you lost faith in the religion because you blame the religion instead of the person who did something to you or the circumstance surrounding your situation because you didn't go to therapy to sort that shit out. And so now every time religion comes up because you didn't put that concentration towards where it would belong and you skewed to the cop out, you're going to flip out every time it happens. But sir, you are not an atheist because if you were, you wouldn't give a shit. And if you are an atheist, good for you. But you shouldn't be so upset about religion because you're an atheist, right? I mean, I don't get upset when somebody's just like, hey, you know, uh, what does somebody say? Uh, you know, oh, I don't like that, you know, at a certain time. Uh, I forget whatever. Was it Muslim where they pray at a certain time? See, I'm like an asshole. I don't fucking know because it doesn't bother me. They want to fucking pray in a corner or wherever the fuck they go at a certain time. What are you bothering them for? Leave them alone. I still say a prayer before I eat. I don't have people like all up in my fucking business being like, you know, I can't even eat now. You said that prayer before you ate. Shut up. How'd that affect you at all? It doesn't. Mind your own business. This is probably like everybody insists. Like, why are we so offended by shit? And it's because we're taking our personal issues and conflicts of our truth and our traumas from like childhood or just over time in general, like life. Okay. And we get fucking triggered over shit. And it's like, it doesn't even like affect you. You know, perfect situation. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking say it. The whole Trump election. 
Bad man. Bad man. Who fucking cares? So he's really good at trolling people. Well, can you believe what's happening now? No, I don't fucking believe anything I see on the news. That's why I don't watch it. Like, who fucking cares? I'll tell you what I enjoyed. A fucking great four years of an economy and making some fucking money during that time. You got really pissed off because of bad man, mean tweeter. And now we're stuck with fucking Joe. Can't walk, can't talk, can't, I'm fucking, I don't know, he's creepy as shit. He is what he is. He was creepy even before he was the president. Did I vote for him? No. Do I like him? No. Am I happy with the current state of our country under his rule? No. I said rule, right? And y'all are like, he doesn't rule us. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Is y'all paying four fucking five dollars for gas and paying, you know, one fucking meal, one cheap meal costs $80 in the grocery store. Doesn't affect me. Because I don't buy shit in a grocery store. I got to buy all organic special shit because of my autoimmune. So I just subscription service. Did it change my life at all? Absolutely not. Did I get upset when he got elected? Nope. Was I disappointed a little inside? Yeah. But it didn't change anything. Got up and did the same shit I did every day. Just like when the guy I voted for governor didn't win. And we got the same fucking stupid fuck who, that we had before. What did we learn? Nothing. We learned that somehow Chicago's still going to vote because they're the money machine and decide with the fucking pre the, the governor and everything's going to run in our election for the, own, the whole state, even though the whole state votes opposite. That's a true story. Look it up, Illinois. There are only like three damn areas, three little squares that vote one way. The rest of the state votes another way. We have some guy who wants to, a uh, dictator that has decided, our, our governor, that he was going to do whatever he did, took to make sure for the safety of our children and the safety of this and the safety of your families. Do you know where his family was? Free in Florida. Y'all think it's a fucking joke, but I'm telling you right now, all these people voted this guy back into office. I'm getting political. I'm not supposed to, but it's true. I'm not saying anything that's not true. I'm still living here and he's going to be the governor like he was last time. No, no harm, no foul, right? What am I going to do about it? We're looking to leave the state just like hundreds and thousands of others that have already done so. I can count how many people I know moved to a different state on like more than two, like, like hands and toes in the last two years from Illinois out of the state. And we're looking to do the same. What can you do? That's what you can do. You know, I can't protest it. Can't go out to the streets and cry about it. I can't be like, wah, wah, he's not my governor. Yes, he is. Just like Joe's my president. It is what it is. I mean, you get, you know, another fucking day. Better luck next time. <laughs> I know, I'll never understand that. I get all fucking tore up over it. You know, you get all tore up over who didn't win. You know, oh, yeah. oh, but the machines, everything's corrupt, probably is. But that doesn't change anything either. He's still, still in office. But again, it is the truth. Everybody in Chicago voted him back in office. Oh, he did the right thing. Did he? He did the right thing for your family? Your family all lost jobs. Your kids didn't go to school. 
grades dropped, programs that you paid for were canceled. All of that. You couldn't go to the doctor. You were told where to go, where to eat. Small businesses and restaurants closed, but you could still go to big box, gamble, and drink. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You got to laugh. But he did the right thing for you and your family while his family lived in Florida under the evil Governor DeSantis. He's not so evil that you send your family to live there for free, going to private school with no masks on, not getting restricted, living in an open state, but you did what was right by our families. What a sacrifice. Fuck these political people. Stop listening to fucking political shit. You want to know who to vote for? Start looking up candidates. Stop looking at fucking commercials. Stop looking at what the news is telling you. Talk to neighborhood groups. Call the candidate themselves. I did that. I reached out to the candidate myself, the two that I that I voted for. I had conversations with them on Facebook. That's how you find out what you want to vote for. And you have to be super diligent about everything. We've got school, we've got uh, like I said, I live in a state where the governor was doing shit for our own good while his family lived for free in Florida, but yet he talks shit about that governor all the time. And I pay big taxes in a school community district whose grades have dropped their their school their scoring, but yet we're all fighting over identifying in kindergarten. Oh, that was where I was going with. Uh, the governor in, enacted a LBGTQ plus sex ed program where high, grand, uh, what was it? Uh, kindergarten first graders are going to choose pronouns. My kid ain't. My kid's not. Betcha, betcha he's not. That's why my kid can't go back to school. Children need to be children. If these are adults, these are adults doing this adults and it goes both ways kids whose parents fall on the opposite spectrum hate and kids whose are on the other side their parents they want everybody to call them by a certain pronoun fuck that shit my kid's gonna be in the middle where the fuck I am because I need to know that both sides need to fucking check themselves before they wreck themselves because they're fucking wrecking everything. Most importantly, no one is taking away my childhood from my kid. He needs to be him. And people think I'm making this up, but I have material that will show you that I'm not making it up. Third grade to sixth grade, they're going to start learning about how you don't have to be a girl and you don't have to be a boy. Well, then I'm sorry, but if it was an issue for Christian kids or kids that believed in religion to say a prayer to themselves during lunch and that was disturbing people, how is this not fucking disturbing as somebody in the class? You can't have it both ways. We have this weird do as I say, but not as I do. You shouldn't do that, but I'm gonna. What? 
And I'm not just like persecuting LBGTQ people here. I'm not doing that at all. Because I do think that they have a right to be whoever they want to be. But we, this, this shit in the fucking schools for children? No. See, you do what you want in your house. And we do what we want in our house. And at school, that's the common ground where kids play. And they learn. And they have imagination. And they make friends. And they be kids. They don't pick pronouns. They don't learn that they don't that they could be little girls or little boys of the opposite or that they could possibly identify as dogs or cats. That's not fucking okay. That's like brainwashing them. I don't need Peter to know in sixth grade and in eighth grade, sixth to eighth grade, that, you know, other forms or ways that you can have sex so that you don't get pregnant are anal and oral. I'm not even fucking joking, people. This is what's going to be taught in our schools. Mandatory in Illinois. This saddens me. It really does because we're making our children these sexual objects. And they're just kids. Kids, it's confusing enough to be a fucking kid. Especially when you're like, you know, fourth, fifth, oh my God, and then sixth, seventh, and eighth. Don't even get me started on high school. But I mean, they, no, no. See, when you, to me, it's common sense that if you're even talking about anal or oral sex in a, to a fucking child and you're not that person's parent, that there's, there's, a, there's a fucking red flag here. And I don't understand why. I know a lot of people is either, either this, this coffee talk is either going to just shock the shit out of people or it's going to make them super fucking mad at me. But this is stuff that needs to be addressed. We need to know the shit's going on. It's not my school district. It's not my school district. Understand every school district in Illinois is that, oh, I go to Illinois, Denise. Well, hey, then you just missed the memo. But I guarantee you that even if your school opted out of it, like mine did, okay, my district opted out of this, there are still teachers who are teaching it. I don't know. There's a whole nother conspiracy with that shit, and ain't nobody got time for that. But you know what I'm saying? These are things we need to know. And it's been weighing on my mind because I do get a lot of shit about how, how Peter's not going to school. It breaks my heart when he tells me that he would wish he was in school. Um, he likes our school. Now, mind you, that always gets covered up when we're, you know, at fucking Hobby Lobby and buying shit and he gets candy and then he'll be like, you know what? This is homeschool's the best because if not, if I was in homeschooling, I'd be stuck at school right now instead of spending three hours fucking Hobby Lobby with you. You know, and I'm like, hey, yeah. That's right. High five. Gonna stop for ice cream next. Fuck that district. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't tell them that. Um, but you know, you know what I'm saying. But all right, so I'm gonna end this on a fun note. Um, because this is episode um 10 coffee talk, which is super exciting. But next weekend is the official. So um last weekend we met. Buster. So I don't know where you've been living, but this is it. We got a dog. We got a puppy. 
We got a Newfoundland. His name, um, his litter name was Whiskey because it was the liquor litter. But Whiskey is AKA Buster and uh, we will be registering him AKC. And Mr. Sith came up with Emperor Buster Teen the Sith. If you're a Star Wars fan, you know, uh, AKA Buster. So we're super excited that Buster's going to be with us next weekend. Oh my God. So I am going to post some stuff to YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed there. And uh, I'm 100% sure because um, I'm insane. So why the hell not? That Buster will have his entire, um, I think we're going to do a um, Instagram page for Buster. Because <laughs> we can. Um, he's adorable. You guys, he's adorable. And he has this most unique little mark on his butt on his back. Uh, he is a Landseer Newfoundland, um, which means he's black and white. And, uh, oh, he's just, we're so excited to have him. So looking forward to him coming home next weekend. Prayers that Chico's not too evil. Um, we think she's going to openly accept him, um, because we have a, a ton of stuff that we, um, put into place to prepare her that he was coming smells and, you know, things that smell like him and stuff like that. And, uh, we will present him to her so that she will officially have, I know she loves to always play with my mom's older dog in the yard. And my mom's older dog is like, yeah, that's a no, um, get away from me. So I think she's really going to love that. She'll have a puppy that will like, you know, she'll, he'll come up and like do something to her and then she'll bark back and he'll run and then she'll be able to run after him. And that's what she's been waiting for, but she just can't find any dog to do that with her. Not that she won't, but she has to know the dog. So uh, this breed is really particular. So, um, prayers that Chica uh, has a, a great, um, assimilation to her little big brother and, uh, picks to follow. See you soon. And until next time, lead with kindness, my friends. Thank you. Thank you, my friends. I am very appreciative for you taking time in your day to listen to this special edition of Coffee Talk. Don't miss out on the next episodes of Finding Calm in the Chaos. Hit the subscribe button. That ensures you don't miss an episode and let you know when we're having the next Coffee Talk. Until next time, lead with kindness.